this is Mike and Tom from Mike Has a Drink. We just wanted to take a second and talk to you about our favorite app, Anchor. Anchor has the tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you know, and even plus that, when you're hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. Yeah, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, man, it's totally free. So listen, you want to start a podcast, you're thinking about trying to figure it out. If the two of us (laughs) figured this out, how hard can it be? So go right now, download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You won't regret it. Hi, Reggie. Well, Reg, we're glad you could join us, like... On the Canadian time schedule. It's really not my fault, all right? I get, like, it gets, like, five minutes before something's supposed to start, and, and I start getting twitchy, and I, I couldn't help myself, Reggie. I just had to send the invite just in case it got lost. So I apologize. I am chronically late to like everything. You're so. <laughs> yeah. I'm so I, today. Because we had dinner tonight, and Chelsea wanted to know what time everybody should be over here for dinner. And I was like, 5 30. <laughs> Usually it'll come till 8 30. And then to make sure she got here on time, Tom didn't let her out of his sight today. <laughs> Because there was steak involved, Reg. You know, it's got to rest. Yeah, it it was a little rushed today. (laughs) But it was still pretty good. It was decent. It was fairly decent. Mm -hmm. Definitely made better. Definitely made a lot worse. Um but anyways, that's not why people were joining them today. They don't want to. They don't care about my cook. Well, shout out to all the single ladies out there. <laughs> he cooks hey. an okay steak. If it's not steak, I can cook it. <laughs> or if it's hibachi style steak, I can handle that too. But anyways, um, um, bringing us in. I like beer because it is good. I drink beer because I should. If there was a song to sing, I sing it and beer you drink. I drink beer when I am sad, because the beer it makes me glad. Now there's nothing left to say, so let's go drink beer. Beer is good! Beer is good! Beer is good! It's not! Beer is good! Beer is good! Beer is good! Let's go drink some beer! Alright, so let's do a quick checkup. How was everybody's week? Uh, you know, as well, um, I, I got to take a quick second here and go ahead and give my sister from another mister, LaVeda, a shout out here. And she told me that I better not talk about this on the podcast, so I'm going to test it to see if she actually lived. Mm. Oh, yeah, I heard she had an interesting uh, Saturday. <laughs> oh, she was fall down drunk before we got there. As soon as she said, I haven't felt like this in a long time, I'm like, yep. And she was definitely passed out by 4.30 in the afternoon. You know, but that's what happens. You get that one ounce of freedom. <laughs> and you, like, you rush it, you know? Instead of being like, I did this the last all day, you're like, oh, my God, there's beer! And then you're out, of, you don't even make it to dinner. Got to pace yeah. yourself. You got to choose your weapon wisely. If you know it's going to be a hardcore, just drink seltzers, man. Nobody, nobody's missed dinner because well, of a seltzer. Well, in all fairness, quite a few family members thought it was hilarious to keep feeding her jello shots past her limit. That's, that's so it was at 11 a.m. <laughs> But hey, we've all been there, right, Reggie? That's that's a little bit cruel. 
That is a little bit cruel. Like yeah, Hudson, Hudson. When, once oh, you get twenties, like drinking that much, just like it's it's either never a good night or never a good next day. You're you're done for like a week. Oh yeah. Okay, you definitely don't recover like you used to. Oh, it took me almost a week to recover from our camping trip. I know. <laughs> it was like Tuesday night, and I was like. Ugh. Gotta drink again. And it's like there's no like no amount of Pedialyte or Gatorade is ever get you to bounce back. No, no. But Tom and I came back after drinking pretty. We killed. Uh, like I know Mike spent a lot on food, and I spent a lot on food. And we did not come back with very much booze at all. Right. And plus, we were drinking the devil's bathwater. It was rough. So, so for for our people, we came back last Tuesday, and we drank a fifth of... I'm not even saying its name because it doesn't deserve a repeat on this episode. Oh yeah, it no, was it terrible. Was, it was pretty terrible. It was one of it was actually the only one that so far that we have you know vehemently yeah. said nope, nope, no. Now I will say, Jameson Orange failed me on vacation. And everyone kept like saying, "Get banana." Thank God, they didn't have banana. It's not. Like, did you just talk to me? <laughs> <laughs> why, why would anybody want anything banana? Oh, that's fair. That's probably why it's funny. I don't know. But no. At my advice, like, well, you're supposed to mix it. And I'm like, what? I don't, I don't buy Jameson and that stuff to mix. It goes in the cup. It gets a little bit of ice. And you either do or you don't. That's right. And Jameson orange. I don't. I finished the whole fifth because no one else in the house would touch it. But, oh well. It happened. So, it, Reggie, there may be a bit more commotion than normal this week because at this particular point in time, Hudson is out of prison and roaming around the house killing a bone. On top of Hitting that yeah. now, so it's going through it's the like, whole house. <laughs> it's, it's like he's like, How much noise can I make? So, we apologize to our listeners as well. You know, Hudson's not very, he, he doesn't have, you know, uh, podcast etiquette. Yeah, he's a rookie. Listen, and if he bothers you that bad, then become a Patreon and send us enough money so that every Tuesday he can go to puppy daycare, people. So, Reg, Lord, I was I was getting a little frustrated with uh, Pandora, so I sent them an email today. Send them a nasty gram. Well, no, I, this was a nice one because I'm we're, we're still trying to get on there, and I sent it to where it said to send it, and my response that I got was. We apologize. This you've sent this request to the wrong email. It's been forwarded to this email box, and they'll get back to you. So, I feel like I probably just got put on like permanent hold. The associate you're trying to reach is unavailable. Yes, yes. Or you know, like what happened to Tom this week. You meet someone, ask for their number. They give you a number. And you send a message into pictures and get one back from this guy that's six foot four with a giant beard. <laughs> hey, baby. Hi, honey. Honey, honey, that's right. Hi, honey. I'll let I miss you so much from seeing you last night. Uh, well, I can't remember what else. And Tom goes, dude, I think she gave you the wrong number. And then there's the beard. <laughs> So, all right. So, anyways, Reggie, what did you want to be when you grew up? Uh, oh, at which at which point 
Um, but I will go probably the first thing I remember wanting to be was a paleontologist. A what? A paleontologist. Oh, I, you know why? Doctor, I wanted what? to be Dr. Grant before Dr. Grant was cool. No, uh, because women love digging up the past. Oh, <laughs> oh I'm sorry, people. That was uh, that was insensitive or uncalled for. Yeah, we apologize. Um, it's the voodoo fault, Ranch. It is. But hey, in all fairness. They're good hops, Brent. I told you they're good. They're good hops, Brent. Is my favorite one. What was the first one we had? Some Spanish. Ricky Spanish. Ricky Spanish. Yeah. So we've got a nice variety pack from Voodoo. We're working. Yeah, through. I didn't think he's like that. <laughs> um, Ricky Spanish was the first one. It's in a green can. These are all IPAs, as far as I'm aware. Uh, it was pretty good. Then Tom. Because you want this one? And I said, well, that's my favorite one. So good hot bread is uh, what we're drinking now. Um, you know what's awesome about it, though? The best thing about it? What, Tom? There's puppies on the can. That's bread. The rest of the beer that he pulls out are not going to taste as good. And shout, you know, we need to do a shout out to Voodoo. Actually. We do. Shout out to Voodoo. Um, there was, there's a Pennsylvania beer brewers club or something. But it, they basically, it's it's for all the breweries in Pennsylvania. So they did during March Madness. They did a March Madness tournament um, about with the breweries. The Western Pennsylvania champion. There you go. Oh, shit. The Eastern PA, or the Western, the whole Western region from State College over. Champion. Voodoo. There you go. Hey, speaking of shout outs, we forgot. We got to give a shout out to our main men of Psycho Stick for letting us use their song every week. These guys are freaking awesome. You yeah. need to check them out. Yeah, and you should play Community Days at Mercer, and then we'll do an episode. That would be hilarious. Seriously, guys from Psycho Stick, if you're listening, make that happen. The Clarks did it. You're bigger than the Clarks. Um, anyways. Okay, so paleontologist Reg, what was the next one as you got older? So, so does Tom's joke from before count as one of his dad jokes? No. No, it does can not. Can we get those, can we get those uh, out of the way? <laughs> hey! Guess what, people? Before we even tell you the topic, we've come to Tuesdays with Tom. <laughs> oh, all right. Hey, Reggie. Hmm. You know how most people pick their noses? Not me. I was born with mine. Oh, come on. Oh, God. Hey, Mike. All the ones he could have said. All right, then, fine. Since Mike quit the show. Now we're in the internet. And that's what he comes up with. Seven days worth of reading really dad jokes. <laughs> and he comes up with, I get my own. <laughs> hey, you know, within minutes, the detectives knew what the murder weapon was. It was a brief case. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad those are done with now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got to do my one. I mean, I, 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 hey, I said one off air that actually made Mike laugh and toast me with his beer. Is that on video? No. Yeah. Is it on video? If it's not on video, it never happened. Oh, thank you, sir. What do we got now? I don't know what this is called. It's got a rat on it. Oh, witch rat. Thank you. A witch rat. Sorry. All right, Brad. So now we got that out of Tom's system. And everybody's going to be serious now. Put on our serious voices. 
After paleontologist Reg, what was your next dream, Reg? What was my next dream? I had I mean, dreams. Did you go to college when you went to college? Where you said I'm going to be a paleontologist? Oh no, um, I wanted to be a navigator on a ship. Oh, there you go. So I started out in meteorology. And I was going to do naval sciences and meteorology. Very cool, Reg. We're learning something new about you every week. You little turd. Chelsea, did you want to always grow up and save people's lives? Absolutely not. No. <laughs> no, I actually wanted to be an author. So you still can. You, you know what? You can start chronicling my cousin Joe. Well, what's the word? Stenographer. Yeah, well, I, whatever it is, you can tell our story. I could, I could, and I uh, would probably sell just as many books as I do now. Uh, so, at least four. <laughs> and I might be able to get my parents to buy one. I would uh, say, my, my mom will buy one yeah. just because, you know. We might be able to guarantee you a 10-book deal. Okay. So, Awesome. Tom, what about you? When you were a little, little, little youngster, uh, there were two major things, Mike. One was a doctor, and one was a firefighter. Okay. I obviously never became a doctor, but I am proud to say that for quite a few years I was a firefighter with my FF1 and FF2 certifications, along with an EMT cert. So I was able to do that dream, but the doctor he did not medical. so much. He did yeah, you, you oh, put, I did, put yeah. it all together. Yeah, with the yeah. yeah. Tom, man. Living his dream. He did it. <laughs> Until unfortunate events. He did it, though. Tom, Tom, did you do that in high school? Did you start yeah. with everybody in high school? Yeah. That's what I thought. Me and, uh, me and Finley were in FF1 classes together. I don't know him, but I'll tell you what, out. dude, it's crazy, but if I'm ever kept in a burning building, there's nobody I want coming in other than him. Well, I say that, but. Yeah, I just, I'll preach anybody. My house, if my house is on fire, come in and save me. I don't care who you are. Well, yeah, no, I'm just Silly saying. Silly or not, I'll appreciate you. Yes, obviously, but I'm just, because he grew up with his whole life, so he had skills that. Right, had long since been forgotten from the teachers. That's fair. You know what I mean? That's fair. Well, I might. But I'll say, do that. Man, I'm going to paint a picture for you. All right. Uh, Oil paint or pastels? Close your eyes. It's going to be LED. Oh, all right. Close your eyes, man. Perhaps. When you were a child, you were carried away with tales of black. Captain Hook and the like. Maybe the idea of being on the sea and fighting battles, stealing treasure, maybe that really excited your imagination. I know when I was a kid, it did, man. I could see myself with a sword, my pair of boots, my shoulder, the parrot on my shoulder. I even had one at a toga party in college. It was my boy. Um, and you know that iPad? Man, when I was growing up, I wanted to be a pirate. I wanted to sail the seven seas, steal from the rich, give 10% to the poor, <laughs> keep the rest for myself. And then I would have never had to worry about how I'm going to afford my island. There you go. You just commandeer one. Yeah. Or I would have more money than I knew what to do with anyways, so I could be a good citizen and buy it. Well, see, here's, um, here, here's one of my facts that I brought up that I found up was that you might not have been so lucky, Mike. Because although there was plenty of gold and silver stolen, the majority 
was fooding, food, clothing, and medicine. In fact, Blackbeard um, demanded a case of medicine to release prisoners and ship that he had commandeered for his men. So you still would have been able to be rich, it just wouldn't have all been in gold, silver, and jewels. No, it would have been. Because when I was getting ready to been getting ready to retire, Tom, I'd have traded all my medicine kits that I stockpiled for gold, silver, and jewels. All right, well, that's fair. So I, I mean, you know, we were kind of thinking, what should we talk about? And I was like, dude. You know, we did the Vikings, and we've already discovered that I would not have made a, a good Viking because the thought of a blood eagle would have caused me so much panic. I would have tripped, fell in a ditch, and landed on my own ass. Okay, in all fairness, that kind of worked the point of the idea of the blood eagle. Yeah, well, it worked for me. Well, so, it, well it's like that old adage, you slap the first, the rest will learn. You give one person a blood eagle, guarantee nobody else in your village is stepping out yeah, of line. Yeah, yeah. Guess what? If I was in that village that gave someone a blood eagle, I would I wouldn't be a Viking anymore. I'd go live up in a cave all by myself. Pirates life was much less sad. As long as you had oranges on your ship. Yeah, oranges are overrated. <laughs> so what's the word pirate mean? Does that, what's it mean to you? Let's do that. When someone says pirate, what's, uh, what's the vision? What's the look? What theft? I mean, it's, it's kind of like the like the Wild West term, like outlaw. Like pirate is somebody who's like an outlaw of the sea. Yeah. Yep. But like in some cases, like some of them were. Um, you know, like modern day Robin Hoods, because there was like an amount, like a certain amount of generosity, like they would yeah. go and like pillage well, everything. Definitely. And they definitely, they definitely were active participants in whatever economy they touched. So, doing you guys research of this. Any, did you guys kind of, were you surprised about, like, one of the things that surprised me <coughs> was back how long ago there were pirates. You know what I mean? The first the first one was, like, in the 14th century B.C. Yeah, as, so, as soon as merchant ships started sailing, <coughs> so did pirates. Yeah. I mean... I was, I was a little, like, I get it. I understand why, like, but I was surprised. <laughs> Thanks, Hudson. Wow, that, Hudson. That chair really needed to not be there, huh? Hudson, come in. All right, we're going to relax. But so I was pretty shocked about that, just about how early. Like, but it, like I said before, like it makes sense because even when they were on those, um, on the, uh, in, in, in uh, China, was it the Silk Trail, the Silk mm -hmm. Road? Silk Road, yeah. They were getting raided all the time. You know, there's always going to be takers. Mark Calloway was the best taker, though. Oh, yeah? 100 takers. Oh, jeez. <coughs> Sorry, fans. I don't watch WWE. <coughs> um, oh. Reg, we, uh, Reggie and Tom, we accomplished another big feat this week. Oh, now, instead of just being listened to in the United States, Britain, and Ireland, we picked up a new country. Cool. Now, someone in Australia listens to it. <laughs> yeah, I really want to go to Australia one day, actually. I don't. There's way too many things over there that can cure. I'm not Locked in a monastery. Because I feel I'm not going to want to be a pirate either. So how'd someone become a pirate? Go Anybody? Anybody? Um, you get a ship and 
Chase other ones down? Well, that's the act of pirating. Like, did, uh, did you go to school to become a pirate? You can nowadays at MIT. Yes, you can. Uh, but back then, it was a school hard knock. And, like, these guys that became pirates, some of them were wealthy. Yep. A lot, a lot of them were. A lot of them were either, you know, given the choice of join the crew or die. All right, so check that box because uh, as I was becoming a pirate, I would, I would definitely join the crew over die. Right. That's one for me. I'm on my way, Reg. Um, you know, some of them, some of them were ex-soldiers. Some were ex-naval officers. Uh, a majority of the British ones were ex-naval officers. Yeah, a lot of the, a lot of the big ones. And it, you know, they're saying they're, you know that both Blackbeard, Blackbeard, and Calico Jack. I'm not sure who he is, but oh, Calico Jack was he was he cool? He was. Uh, sure. He's got a wrong name after him. Uh, yeah, we had that while we were camping, actually. Um, the, you know, they were sailors first. You know, um, which uh, do you happen to know what Blackbeard's real name was? Edward Catch. Yes, sir. I did my homework. Um, yeah. He was crazy. We'll we'll talk about him. He deserves his own little segment. Yeah, he, he was does. crazy. Dude. He was he, he was he was something else. And he, all, but, and he only lasted for three years. I know, right? So how awesome was he? the the average The average age of a pirate was twenty seven years old. So. Well. Like when they started or when they died? Um, I think that was just that whatever I read was like that was like the average age. So I don't know if that's like, like active pirate. Like, wow. Yeah, like being active. Well, I mean, that kind of makes sense, right? Because between 18 and 21, man, you're you're pissed at you're, the world. You're, well, you're out to conquer the world, right? <laughs> right. I'm, you're you're working on your apprenticeship, you're trying to become a farmer, you're trying to, you know, you're working for the Navy or whatever it is. And then from like 21 to 23, that's like your bitter course. Sorry, Ralph. Like 27 was like middle age, so I mean, like yeah. you're like, that's when you're starting your apprenticeship and so yeah, you're right. Still, kind of crazy. Yeah. Um. Excuse me. Woo. This uh, witchy, witchy, whatever. So I haven't gotten there. You haven't even got. Gosh, Tom. It's got a little bit of a bite on the back. Um. Call me there now. So, another thing that kind of surprised me was like, there's. There's evidence of the pirates hitting every continent. Yes. And that's pretty crazy to me. That's a lot of sailing. Well, I mean, I mean, just if you associate it with like, um, say, like a street gang nowadays putting the two in the same group. Mm -hmm. if, if a modern day street gang or whatever hears about better territory close to theirs where they can make more money yeah. or they can do this or that. They're going to leech in. That's yeah. the same thing the pirates are doing. Like they, okay, we're attacking the hell out of here now. So they've all started moving over to this route. Now we're going to start to this route. You know, yeah. It's, it, it's a, yeah. Well, it's a giant cat and mouse yeah, game. You're which, right. And I guess the other part of this is the word pirate. Like does, it's not the guy the word Caribbean only. Right. You know what I mean? So the pirates in the Middle East are still pirates. The pirates, the modern day pirates in Somalia, they're still pirates. The pirates in Ireland. You could get to the ocean in Ireland. All right, that's not true. But 
<laughs> Sorry to our Irish listeners. I know that with our green lights on tonight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> I didn't mean to make fun of your island. That has no ocean. So, what, what, was there a follow up to that, Tom, or what? No. Well, well, I can. I can go into the uh, most famous Irish uh, pirate if you would like. Sure. Okay. Her name was All right. Well, uh, which it? was Bald Gracie O'Malley. She was called Bald as an insult because she kept her hair cut short and she did what most anybody would have done been like, all right, I'm going to run with it now. So, Bald Grace O'Malley was born into a powerful pirate clan in Eastern Ireland. She took control in the 1560s and went upon some legendary escapades, including a battle at sea one day after giving birth. Wow. So then in 1574, she did 18 months after being captured. Well, after those 18 months, she went, you know, promised to quit being a pirate. But then, of course, right after her release, went right back to pirate. And in the 1590s, uh, the British impounded her fleet. So she goes and begs to the queen and gets, like, a well-documented personal audience with Queen Victoria. And she begs under the guise of a broken old woman, begs for some of her ships and her son to be released to be able to legally bring money into the family since she could no longer do anything. Which, of course, turned out to be a lie, and her and her sons kept pirating until her death in 1603. Yeah. That's like... Girl power. You know what I mean? And good for her. Especially in this day. Well, well, back day, then. You know how bad Even you have. You know. Well, we're not going there. Sorry, Reg. Yeah, she was a badass. You had to be a gangster. Now, some of some of the female pirates became pirates in the capital. They were married to a pirate. Yes. They, were, they were on the crew. You know what I mean? But that... that Miss uh, O'Malley. What a badass. So, on my journey to become a pirate, one of the things I want to learn about is, like, if I'm on a pirate ship, what am I eating? Because, like, obviously, you know, we all saw uh, Summer Rental, and on that pirate ship, there was a freezer. I didn't have frozen catching the days, you know. Back then, there wasn't that. Right. right? I this I might be in trouble here because I don't like fruit. Well, I guess you beat that scurvy. I know. That's that's what I'm saying. I might I might have had to make an exception as long as like it was juiced and I could put my rum. Well, there was like some some drink that they made that was like a bunch of like juices and like egg whites and like they called it like rum rumstein or something but it didn't have rum in it well that's misleading isn't it but you're right like hey I, I could do that. I, just the thought of the texture of an orange isn't cutting it for me, man. Oh, boy. Hudson's got something. Um, but, like, basically, it was, like, the salted meat, which, you know, you take that big chunk of meat, you smoke it, roll it in salt, hang it up, come back in, like, a year and start eating it. Then they had to You know, because... Nothing is better for dehydration on a salt water ocean, such as salty jerky. Yes. 
Exactly. It was the best for the kid for the time. They were more concerned about a taste than what they were going to drink. Then they would have sea biscuits. You know what they are? It's a horse that won the triple crown and then got disqualified. Uh, yeah, that's why I got disqualified uh, after it won. It's it's a hard bread that they would make. Last for a long period. I'm not talking about gamble. Well, technically it is, but it's gambling with the biggest prize, your life, instead of money. Then they had sauerkraut. That was probably easy to maintain. It's rotten cabbage. And then, when times were really tough, bone soup. Which is basically water. (laughs) Probably seawater at this point. Boiled with a bone in it to give it a little bit of flavor. Probably fish bones. And um, there were quite a few reports of cannibalistic pirates as well. Uh, They could have been ex-captain, bro. So mark that down. I don't want to be the captain. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, you know, the other parts, like, they would steal stuff. They'd go on raids. they you know, if they were really low on foods, they'd go ashore, raid the raid the village, right? And you know, depending on how big the ship would be, they would take goats. They could take some chickens, store them on board. Then they're See, getting some milk. Speaking of the sh- big ships, I came across a little uh, interesting factoid on that. Um. Oh, sorry, I got interrupted by Hudson. What was I talking about? Something of that big ship. Oh, um, most pirates actually use small, faster ships for the actual pirateering and only took their big ships when they wanted to intimidate and show off. So, like, when they pull onto a dock, they bring their big ship, but if they're trying to attack somebody out on the open water, the big ship is going to launch the smaller one. Interesting. I didn't know that. And That's interesting. He, there was nobody more famous as showing off with his gigantic ass ship than Blackbeard himself. Yeah. But you know what? He did. He did write a song. Blackbeard wrote a song? Yeah, you never heard it? No. I like big ships and I can't. Oh, oh you walked right into it, Tom. Hey, Mike, you messed up. That's Sir Beard a lot. Not oh, Blackbeard. Yeah. Well, that was his rap name. <laughs> he, he had to keep things separate. Um, hey, you know what, man? Any dude that will weave hemp into his beard and light it on fire before raiding a ship, dude got my respect. Yeah. Yeah, let's talk about this. Oh, no. I gotta find him. But he's in my notes. But like, um, he had his you own- want to talk about being like larger than life. He even went so far as to reject the Jolly Roger and design and fly his own flag. Yeah. Which was a skeleton with horns pointing a spear at a heart with three red drops on it. What a savage. Yeah. Which at his time on the seas was way more feared than the Jolly Roger was. Because mm-hmm. you see Jolly Roger flag, you're like, okay, maybe we can do this. You see the horned skeleton sort of chucking the spirit of heart, you're like, uh oh, let's just him. stop now. So no one does. And this he was a savage, man. Edward Teach. He was the one who came up. Yeah, I'm not, I think it's Teach. He was the one who came up with the bow drag torture. Wow. For those of our listeners who don't know what the bow drag is, any ship on the ocean back then, nowadays, doesn't matter, gets barnacles, gets sea crustaceans all over it. So what they would do, what Blackbeard Preliminary would do with traders was they would tie a rope from the front of the boat to the back underneath. And then they would tie you up 
and drag you underneath the boat the whole way to the back. So not only did you have to hold your breath the entire time on this long-ass, huge-ass boat that he used, but you were also getting shredded by the barnacle. Because anybody who's ever been near one knows like, you have to... You can't rip them off they're with razors. your bare hands. They're going yeah, to they're they're slice you up. They're razors. And yeah, but you know what? If you survive that, you're welcome back. Man. You were. You were welcome back with honors. Yeah, because you survived it. Um, not, I don't think. Not well. I don't think anybody ever did survive it, but. But it, you could be the guy. You could be the guy. I, I'll tell you what, you know, he's probably sitting up there like, I'll tell you what, if you survived, you can have my ship. Yep. We'll be my new first mate. And the guy gets about halfway and he goes, stop. Well, it'd be more. Mm -hmm. I wasn't the guy under it. Can't find Blackbeard. No. <laughs> um, well, you would just stop and have to believe <laughs> <there. laughs> Don't don't mess with a Canadian pirate. <laughs> Were there Canadian pirates? I am not. Sure. There's water up there. <laughs> <laughs> Let's find out. Um, yeah, I mean, I, did you ever? There was a uh, show on was it Stars, maybe Showtime, and it was about pirates. And I think it was called Blackbeard. I can't remember. Joseph Baker, Edward Jordan, Robert Chevalier, John Nutt. Oh, he was the most famous pirate. Yeah, but he was by himself. It's okay. <laughs> Pierre, the one man crew. <laughs> Pierre Machinette are the most famous Canadian pirates of history. Well, that's not good. There's no Dupuis. So it's almost the like nut. The nut is a is a yeah. relative. It's a false name. It could be. It could be umbrella umbrella court. I heard he's got. Um, ah, just the one. Just the one. <laughs> and, Hudson. and Hudson's back once again. Greg, um, did you come across any cool pirates? Me? No. <laughs> hey, Red. Well, that's fair, Red, because, you know. I did. <laughs> you aren't even sure what the topic was this week. Hey, hey, Reggie. You know who one of the most gangster pirates in the history of the world was? A woman. Yes. From China. Chang Ao Sao, which is translated into wife of Chang. Yes. And he was a great pirate in his own right. Yes. And she tripled him. Yeah. Well, because uh, he got killed during a, a an attempted seizure yeah. of their ship. And she basically went, <laughs> no, you don't. Um, in, eight, well, in 1807, when her husband died, she actually, like, basically had to fight her way through the ranks to keep control of the privateering or the, you know, the pirateering business that they had. So then once she became, you know, undefeated boss, she starts raiding her way through Southeast Asia and uh, with a very, very strict code for her pirates. Um, if you sexually assaulted any female prisoners in any way, no questions asked, beheading. Um, if you deserted her ship, she'd catch you, cut your ears off, and make you the ship's slave. She was, wow. uh, and hey, she, look, she, she look, was so bad. Right? The world? That's how you got it. Well, I mean, so much so that in 1810, the Chinese government actually asked for the help of the British and Portuguese navies to capture her. Wow. To which, after a few days siege on sea, she begrudgingly agreed to surrender her ship and retire as long as 
her crew was not charged, and they all got to keep the riches that they had stolen. Yep, and then she opened up a whorehouse. And then she opened up a whorehouse until she died, yes. Yeah. She outsmarted the British with that, with that whole thing. Was she like 63? She lived long. Oh, yeah. Um, but, Tom, that's interesting. You brought up one of the things. The pirate code. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? Like, Would this- she, as me, I was not surprised that there was a code among no, pirates. No, no. Because um, I've lived life on the other side, we'll put it. And even among some of the most, like, uh, quote, unquote, what society views as despicable people, there's still a code and honor among them. So it, it wasn't really a big surprise to me, but I can see how it is. A big surprise to people who yeah. have never been well, on maybe, that side. Maybe not even a surprise as far as there was a code, but there were there were it was pretty structured. Oh, it was very. You know, like uh, they even had like a, the quote unquote uh, parliament. Yeah, they had their own pirate court that would handle complaints. Um, yeah, that was pretty interesting. Like, yeah. Uh, like you were saying, you don't you don't hurt sexually assault the female prisoner or right. Um, if you get arrested, you were never on the ship, and um, you don't steal from another ship, another pirate ship without the captain ordering it. Right. Uh, you don't like cheat one of your uh, crewmates. Crewmates of cards. Yeah, like there is, it, it's broken down to so much of like you would think like, oh wow, that that really has to be written down. Yeah, but yeah, it had because to be because it was they're rough and tumble, man. You're cheating me at cars, Tom. I'm pulling out my sword, bro, and then my dagger's in my other hand, and I live with fire another day because you stand <laughs> up and the cards go flying out of your sleeves, and then everybody else turns on me. Yeah. Um, but, 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 but what everybody doesn't know is Mike pulls some Chris Angel shit and put and, his cards yes. in my sleeve. Absolutely. I never lose Darren Square. Um, <clears throat> so there are, they go off See, They could be out there for six months, a year, maybe two, depending on how many, how many successful, successful raids where they were able to replenish their food supplies. Right. right? So then they make report, right? When a crew came in from port, all bets were off, man. These guys would get cooped up on ships. They've got all this, you know, if it's successful, they've got all this gold now that they have not been able to spend. Right. Which is why a lot of, um, like the dock officials of the time never reported when pirate ships would come into dock because the the captains are coming off and they're sliding these officials, little, you know, little patch of gold, you know, a little bit here and there. So mm-hmm. these officials are like, you know, meanwhile, there's a huge ass pirate party going on down the block and he's standing there going, no, nobody's pulled in. I don't yeah. know what you're talking about. That was so, yeah, but so they come into where whatever port it was, right? They would boost an economy. Nobody's business. Um, they were trapped on the boats, and here we go, right? Well, uh, it's specifically taverns and brothels. Yeah, well, of course, right? I mean, what else are you going to do in that day and age? Yeah, not now. I mean, you're a single man out to sea for a year and a half, two years. You and come home with a pocket full you of got gold. Some change in your pocket, going general lang a lang, right? What isn't that a song? Yes, that is a country uh, song. No, right? it's not country. Song. Yes, it is. I'm sure. Don't it's hand me no lines and keep your hands to yourself. Oh, that's definitely not. Country. No, it's not. <laughs> so and you know, I and now it's stuck in my head. You can have some of my food. 
You gotta need to have some fun. Oh, which speaking of the code and being at dock, if you pissed me off at sea, we weren't allowed to deal with it. We had to ignore with it. But six months later, when we get the dock, as soon as we step off that ship, the captain basically goes, all right, now you can settle it. Yeah, not on my ship. Uh, and, you know, all good things have to come to Well, but, you know, um, historically speaking, most of those fist fights on docks were um, quote-unquote brotherly fights. Yes. You know, where I punch you, you punch me, you punch me again, and we go get a beer together. Yeah, you knock me out and it's over with. All right, we'll try it again next time. Don't cheat at cards. Eventually, though, these guys kind of overstepped with the hound. You can only raid so many merchant ships. You can only, yeah, you can only get so big. Yeah, you can only sink so many of Her Majesty's boats. And war gets declared on pirates. Although, uh, there were many pirates, including Zhang Li and Ching Shi, which I'm sorry if I slaughtered their names. Mother but they were a powerful pirate couple out of China. And um, their run as pirate is nearly unmatched in terms of success and sheer dominance. Their group grew so large and powerful that the Queen Dynasty Navy gave them a wide berth. They would legitimately steer away from the uh Chi pirate ships. Wow. Like it's basically one of those you walk in the room and go, nope. Rob, sorry, my friend's not here. Turn around walk right back out. Not that's it. basically what yeah. the Navy did. That's 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 the pirates version of Right, that's that's it. We've made it. Back up off me. Um Hey, do you know walking the plank, though, really wasn't a thing? Really? You know, and that's it. Huh. You said something last week. I don't even know what now at this point. But you said something about pirates and Disney. Do you remember? About about the whole R. Oh, why, why couldn't the kids go and get No, it? no, 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 no. This is not a Tom joke. <laughs> that our whole concept of how the pirates talk and how the pirates dress and walk. And it's all Hollywood. Right. Except for the eye patch. Yeah. They all, they all wore eye patch. Well, not all, but most of them. To serve the purpose. They did it, serve the purpose. Be, to For night vision. Because if you were up on the deck, and then had to go downstairs into the galley. Ah, so you had the patch. You moved the patch yeah, you over. Moved the patch over. Oh, okay. Write that down, people. That was a good fact. That was a good fact. A good um, so, but anyways. Yeah, go ahead, Tom. So, walking the plank really wasn't a thing. One, they would either just kill you right on the spot. B, make you a slave crew member. Oh, wow. Or, if the captain had a little bit of respect for you, he would maroon you. They, you I say he, but the captain would be on an island. Maroon you on an island to, to have your own, you know, to find your own way. And if the captain saw you again, on the sea later on, it, it, it was, okay, you are, you know, you're quote unquote the real deal. You were able to survive and you were able to, so again, the slow death, quote unquote, yeah. option only came yeah. if the captain respected Look, you. that happened to Jack Sparrow. He got left on the island. <coughs> he went nuts. You know, that's the thing though, is they say he's the worst Pirate they've ever heard of, but you know, at least they've heard of them. No, I think they all don't they always say it's the greatest pirate ever or something. He might be the greatest pirate. Like the the one guard always says, 
After the other guy says something, I don't know. After we watch him, since Johnny Depp is going to start making millions. Hey, did you know that over that over three quarter of pirate thefts today happen on docks? Because it's much easier for them to rush a ship once it's tied up and stuck. Then it is to chase it down in the middle of the ocean. Well, because they're so big now. <laughs> Which, so, now there are, obviously, a lot that still happen on open seas. But the three-quarter of the goods that get stolen are stolen from dock ships. And, you know, um, coincidentally, most modern-day pirates only get a slap on the wrist. Because they stay in quote unquote underdeveloped nation's yeah. waters where maritime law is too complex for them to get and hold up. So as long as nobody gets hurt or kidnapped, like you're yeah. look, you're looking at a thirty out and out. Well, chances are you own the job That's true. So um I don't know. This is not how my vision of pirate talk went in my head, but it was informative. Just remember, if you're ever out on your on your ship and you've got some gems and some gold and, and whatever, whatever it is you have, and that pirate ship pulls up on the side, the, the door little flaps open in the, in, the, uh, in the ship, the cannons roll out, you're, you're about to hit the Get the gun, the, uh, the gun barrage and be boarded. So either defend yourself or surrender quick. Um, I'm not sure that the pirate life is for me. Maybe I can find a career down the road in one of our future episodes. Well, you know, Mike, real quick. Actually, I'm going to ask Reggie this. Mm-hmm. Reggie. Did you know that Pennsylvania is credited with producing one of the first slash only American-born female pirates? I did not. Rachel Wall. So what her and her husband would do after they realized that life was a lot more expensive away from home is after bad storms, they would disguise their ship up like it had been badly damaged. And then Rachel Wall would stand on deck and sing and beg for help. Now, um, according to many reports that I saw, um, Mrs. Wall was a very attractive woman. With a very beautiful singing voice. Yeah, I think I saw her sing on YouTube once. Maybe her granddaughter. Mm-hmm. So the, she would lure the ships in, right? And as soon as they get close enough, the trap will be sprung and yeah, too late. Quickly and efficiently kill everybody on the ship and take everything they have and then sink the ship and keep going. Well, that was all fine and dandy. Until 1782, when a storm actually destroyed her ship and killed her husband. So she went to try her hand at crime on land, which she she did for seven years. Until she was arrested for attacking and robbing a a richer woman in the Boston area. On October 8th, 1789, she became the last woman ever executed in Massachusetts. Was she hung? She was hung. Wow. Crazy. But, you know, that's actually a decent tie-in for down the road, right? We are, before we wrap up, because we only have like a minute and 16 seconds. Real quick, hold on. Who was one of the most famous Ever people kidnapped by pirates. Julius Caesar. Oh, dude, I remember that. And then he 
Blaine got even though he, he was treated very well. Yeah. He treated very well. He was friends with him. He became friends with him. And then he waited until he found they were docked and he eliminated every single one of them. And stole the exact amount back that the ransom was paid yep. for. Nothing more. Nope. He just stole the ransom back. Yep, that's right. Good thing Mark Anthony wasn't in charge back then. Um, we, we're about the you know, these next couple weeks through the rest of the summer. We're gonna we're gonna take a deep dive into some murder, some serial killers. Uh, yeah, talk about things like that because that stuff doesn't treat me. Um, but hey, thanks for listening. We love you. Hit us up on Mike Has a Drink at gmail.com or our Facebook page, Mike Has a Drink. Thank you for listening and tuning in. We appreciate you all. We'll see you next week. We'll talk to you soon. And uh, hey, you never know. Smile at someone. Be nice. It can make their day. Be kind to a stranger. <laughs>